This is the Locked On Jets podcast on game day morning. I'm your host, John B. from GangGreenNation.com. The New York Jets begin their 2022 season today against the Baltimore Ravens. Kickoff time is scheduled for 1 p.m. Eastern at MetLife Stadium. And I wanted to check in this morning before kickoff because of our schedule this week, there have been a few late-breaking developments that we have not yet had a chance to discuss. Max Mitchell is starting at right tackle for the Jets today. Dwayne Brown, the guy the Jets just signed a couple weeks ago, is on injured reserve with a shoulder injury. Brown did not practice all week, so Max Mitchell's in at right tackle. George Fant will be the left tackle. Fant began the training camp at left tackle, then moved over to right tackle after Mekhi Becton got hurt and the Jets signed Brown, and now he's moving back to his original spot at left tackle. Brown's injury kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, The Jets listed him on the injury report on Wednesday this week. Robert Sala did not even address it when he spoke to the media that day. It's really difficult to figure out what happened with Brown because he barely played in preseason. He did not practice a ton in training camp, and it's not clear when he got hurt. It's not clear when he had time to get hurt. Just a bizarre situation. And another frustrating situation where the Jets are just being very elusive, providing information on injuries, you know, just surprising you out of nowhere. But Max Mitchell will be in the lineup for the Jets, and it's a concern. Listen, I don't think there's any question that this is a concern. The Jets gave Dwayne Brown around $10 million a year, specifically because the alternative was starting Max Mitchell. Now, Max Mitchell is a fourth-round pick. There are some people who are high on him. I think, you know, potentially down the line he could be good. It's a big ask, though, for him to hold down this position, not just for this week, but a few weeks, because Dwayne Brown is on injured reserve. His timetable for return is not entirely clear. We knew that the Jets would be among the league leaders in rookie snaps this season because of how many early picks they had. They had four players they drafted in the top 40. Well, there are going to be even more rookie snaps than we expected because Max Mitchell will be in the lineup. And I think this is just another data point that tells me that the path to victory for the Jets in this game is going to be the skilled players just making big plays in space because you got Joe Flacco under center. And at this point in his career, if you look at Joe Flacco's statistics when under pressure, he is a very inefficient quarterback. Now, last year was a little bit different because he only played one game. But if you go back, you know, three, four years, Flacco has consistently averaged under five yards per passing attempt when under pressure. And that's not a surprise. It's because he's got no mobility. He cannot extend plays, which means he just has to check the ball down. Now, one thing you, you can say for Flacco is that he's good at sack avoidance. He does not take sacks. The problem is that his sack avoidance is just checkdowns. He just has to get the ball to his outlet receiver. So what's the path to victory for the Jets on offense in this game? I think it's the skilled players making plays. Now, part of this is going to be the running backs. And I think Brees Hall in particular, it's not clear what the hierarchy is. It sounds like going into the season, at least Michael Carter is going to kind of be the number one back. Brees Hall is going to be 1A, one, you know, whatever you'd call the, the second number one back. It seems like Carter's at the top of the hierarchy. Carter's a good back, but the one thing he lacks, I think, is kind of that home run element, and that's something Brees Hall could bring to the table in addition to other things. So Brees Hall's like a guy I look to. I also look for manufactured touches in space for guys like Elijah Moore, guys like Braxton Berrios, and those can come in numerous ways. You can, you know, maybe you can sneak somebody into the backfield. Maybe you, you run a jet sweep for them. You put them in motion. Maybe you run a screen for them. Garrett Wilson's another guy. Garrett Wilson's a guy who's explosive in space. And in some ways, that's what this offense is based around. I mean, I think that the Jets 
as they've built this team, as they've built their system, want an offense that gets the ball out quickly, gets the ball into the hands of their playmakers, allows them to make plays in space. I don't know that there are going to be a lot of opportunities for the deep ball. Listen, there's always a chance. You know, you only need one deep ball. And, you know, it tends to be a low efficiency play, but when it hits, it really hits. It's possible the Jets hit a deep ball in this game, but I think it could be more along the lines of the game Flacco started last year against Miami, where, you know, he wasn't particularly efficient, but Elijah Moore made a big play. Elijah Moore had a long touchdown. And the Jets are going to put a lot of guys with uh, good speed on the field, guys who have the ability to make plays in space, guys with ability to make the big play. And that's really what the Jets are going to need in this game. When you're playing with your backup quarterback, and this is not necessarily purely a commentary on Flacco, but when you're playing with your backup quarterback, you don't want to be quarterback dependent. You know, it's just there aren't enough good quarterbacks in this league where you have two guys you can count on to make plays. Flacco kind of lacks playmaking ability, but that's true of many quarterbacks. Now, I think whether the Jets could have done better at backup quarterbacks, another discussion. That's something we'll discuss later on. But for today, the Jets are going to win this game. They're going to need explosive plays on offense. I mean, I don't think at this point in his career, Flacco's the kind of guy you can count on to consistently deliver 10 play drives. Now, in a one-game scenario, anything could happen. And listen, we could always run into Flacco being motivated, making his first opening day start from tw- since 2019, playing against his former team, a team that really dumped him unceremoniously a couple of years ago. And somewhere lurking in Flacco was probably one last great game. And that's another p- potential path. But if you don't get that game, and I don't think you ever know when that game's coming, I don't think you can ever count on that game you know, because you can't predict it. If the Jets don't get that game from Joe Flacco, then what I think needs to happen is the playmakers are going to need to make plays because now you're even weaker on the offensive line. With all due respect to Max Mitchell, who you know could surprise us all, he could surprise the Jets. I mean, if the Jets really believed he was capable of starting at this point, I don't think they would have signed Dwayne Brown. I think the signing of Dwayne Brown, it's, it was not necessarily a vote of no confidence in Max Mitchell. I don't think it was a negative towards Max Mitchell. I think it was just realistic, saying, you know, this is a fourth-round pick. He's going to need some development. We don't want to rush him into the lineup. And Max Mitchell plays well. Nobody would be happier than the Jets, or you, or me. But the addition to Max Mitchell into this lineup probably weakens the offensive line to a certain extent. It makes functioning a little bit more difficult, and it means the playmakers are going to really need to step up. The Jets are going to need to figure out the way, ways to get these guys the ball in space. Now, head here, head here on this little mini preview. We're going to talk about what the Jets need to do on the defensive side of the ball. That's as we continue. Jets-Ravens, week one, just a few hours away. Well, as I just mentioned, I think the Jets need big performances from their skilled players in this game. Maybe it'll take Elijah Moore going over 100 yards. Maybe it'll take Brees Hall going over 100 yards. And your daily fantasy team also needs big performances. So I want to tell you about prize picks. You pick two to five players, that's how it works, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. There's no competing against other players. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport you watch, so it goes beyond the NFL. It also goes to the NBA, baseball, the NHL, the PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, disc golf, disc golf. Yes, disc golf. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. They have safe and fast withdrawals, and it's operational in over 30 states and Canada. 
Just download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time listeners can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 using promo code locked on. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. If you, if you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant, de- instant deposit match of up to $100. The Jets don't want to be one of those teams that lose week one, and you don't want to be the guy, and you know the guy I'm talking about. You don't want it scattered all over the internet. You don't want to be embarrassed. You don't want to be on a YouTube proposal fail video. Well, the guys at Brightco Jewelry Insurance will make sure you get a replacement at the full value of that ring. No matter if it's, if it's lost, stolen, or you just can't figure out what happened to it, go to bright.co forward slash locked on. It's the fastest, easiest, and cheapest way to cover yourself with the best jewelry insurance in the business. These guys at Brightco are geniuses. They made buying insurance for your engagement ring, your watch, or whatever so easy that you can get covered in under two minutes on your cell phone. You won't find a better deal on great coverage that's super affordable. Bright.co forward slash locked on. We all hate insurance. Well, these guys at Brightco have turned the whole experience around. It's probably the easiest thing you could do for yourself this week. You got no excuses. For five bucks a month, you can get a totally comprehensive coverage, and it won't take you more than two minutes on your phone. Check it out, bright.co forward slash locked on. You got to see these videos. They're hilarious. They show you what can happen. You try and develop an elaborate proposal. You're in a boat. The boat tips over. The ring goes into the lake. Now you're covered. Brightco has a bunch of these hilarious videos like that and others that you can see for yourself at bright.co forward slash locked on. This is a special Locked On Jets mini episode here on Sunday, just a few hours before week one. The New York Jets against the Baltimore Ravens. Jets trying to get off to a good start this season. They're looking for their first week one victory since 2018, which was Sam Darnold's first game. Tells you how long ago that was. The Jets went to Detroit on a Monday night and blew the Lions out. Since then, opening days have not been so good. 2019, the Jets blew a 16-0 lead with... Just over one quarter to play against Buffalo. 2020, they were never competitive against Buffalo. Last year, they lost to Carolina, a game where they got off to a terrible start. They played, actually played pretty well in the second half, but things did not go well. And they dug themselves too deep of a hole in the first half. So last three years, they've lost games in all different ways, trying to get off to a better start this season. Lamar Jackson presents quite a challenge for them today. And in my discussion the other day with Michael Nania, Michael visited me, uh, great writer, JetsXFactor.com, check out his work. We talked about this matchup a little bit, and we discussed the way the Jets built this team in the offseason and how this team is built for the modern NFL. The, the areas where they try to improve are areas where most teams are going to, where it's going to help them against most teams. But the Baltimore Ravens are an exception. The Baltimore plays a unique style. And I think in some ways getting this opponent week one is probably a positive thing for the Jets because when you're playing against a team with a unique style of play, it's difficult to implement a a unique game plan in just a few days. The Jets had some extra time because first of all, they had, you know, the whole offseason to come up with ideas and they had extra time in training camp to really focus on Baltimore if they wanted to. But beyond that, the way the preseason works now, you get a bye before your first week. So essentially you had an extra week to game plan for Baltimore it, beyond all the extra time you had in the off season. Cause you knew they would be your first opponent. So we'll see what the jets come up with, but I think there are a couple of keys here to for dealing with Lamar Jackson. And the first is that the pass rushers need to be under control. You know, typically when you're rushing the passer, you have a specific lane. 
This is something I always talk about when I discuss run defense. In run defense, every player is typically assigned one or two gaps, and the gap is the space between offensive linemen, or it could be the space between the tackle and the tight end. Essentially, essentially it's the space between two people. Or on the outside, there there are gaps. You know, the guy, you know, at the end of the line, either the tight end or the tackle is going to have an area outside of him where there's nobody next to him. That's also a gap. And it's really important to make sure you have gap control in, in the run game. You want, everybody needs to play the proper gap in the run game. That's also true when you're rushing the passer. And we don't discuss it that much because how many quarterbacks really have the ability to exploit you? How many quarterbacks really have the ability to take advantage of, of you on the ground? Well, Lamar Jackson does. Lamar Jackson can turn a play that where he's under pressure into a monster game, both with his legs and with his arm. And this means you can't have guys flying up the field. Sometimes pass rushers aren't under control because they're just trying to get to the quarterback. And that's especially true on like third and long because you're just, you know, you're going all out to try and get to the quarterback. The Jets pass rushers need to be under control. The most important thing when they're rushing the passer are to stay in their lanes. You don't want to get outside your lane. You don't want to open up a running lane for Lamar Jackson. And on top of that, the Jets may want to adjust their defense. And, you know, we talked, I've talked about how they may need to come with a unique style in this game. Well, on third down, you know, on early downs, the Jets play a lot of cover three, cover four. They're a heavy zone team. But on third downs last year, the Jets played their fair share of man coverage. Man coverage can be inefficient against a quarterback like a Lamar Jackson, somebody with the ability to make plays with his legs, because in man coverage, you're following a receiver down the field. So if all the receivers are going long, essentially all those defenders are being taken out of the play. Whereas when you're in zone coverage, you're defending a certain area of the field. There's a defender in every area, and they have their eyes on the quarterback. They're reading the play. It's tougher to scramble against zone coverage. So that's something to keep in mind. Jets also are going to need to do what you know, I've heard a couple different uh, phrases for what I'm about to describe, but they'll need to plaster in zone coverage. And what, what plastering is when you're playing zone coverage and the quarterback breaks the pocket, typically what that means is during the play, the defensive coverage converts to man and you just pick up the guy closest to you because at that point the play is broken guys are running around it really doesn't make sense to like stay stay in your zone so the jets will need to and part of that's communication part of that's seeing the field part of that's knowing which guy you need to pick up jets are going to need to be efficient in that area well because lamar jackson is not just a guy who can beat you with his legs his ability to expand extend plays his mobility allows him to make big plays in the passing game to keep if he keeps his eye down the field and delivers the ball where it needs to go so a bit of a unique challenge today for the jets They'll have to do these things, and these are things that are fundamentals. These are things you know you'd like to do every week, but they take on, I think, a greater importance against a team like Baltimore and a quarterback like Lamar Jackson. Anyway, that's all for this special mini episode of Locked On Jets. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed the game. We'll be back to discuss after the game what happened 